The cow is no longer sacred. The horse is dead. And today I don't want to beat it further. The idea that standardized tests have completely made education better is clearly a failed idea. But today I want to address a leadership practice that often gets associated with standardized testing and that's using test scores to evaluate teachers. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Math Faust Mashup. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we talk about five reasons that using test scores to evaluate teachers is simply a bad idea, not just for the teachers, but for the students, the school, and the community. Let's jump right into it. Some districts and schools in the public sector, especially in the United States, use test scores to hold teachers accountable, accountable for presumably doing their jobs that as professionals, they assuming they've been trusted to do well. I'm all for monitoring what you intend to achieve, inspecting what you expect, but it's largely becoming well known that this practice is hurting the very kids it's trying to help. And the majority of teachers are not leaving the profession because they dislike teaching, classroom practice, students, or even the process of education, the majority of student teachers are leaving the profession precisely because of leadership practices that tend to create toxicity in the organizational culture and undermine the professionalism of the teachers themselves. So let's talk about five quick ideas on addressing the problem of using standardized tests to evaluate teachers. We'll jump into these five ideas after this quick message from this episode's sponsor. Special thanks goes out to Vicki Davis of Cool Cat Teacher for inspiring today's episode. Reason number one, and this could be very counterintuitive, but teachers have far less of an impact on test scores than we originally intended in education. And if that weren't so, we wouldn't see zip codes being the number one correlate to student performance on standardized tests. It's, it's a very simple equation. Now, teachers have a massive impact on students, on learning in their schools and in their communities, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have an impact on standardized test scores. The factors and the variables are too many, and the link between a student's score and a teacher's career is 
broken from the outset. If you ask a teacher what their number one complaint is about the progress that we've made in school policy over the last decade, you might be surprised. Often, they feel that students aren't accountable for their own learning. And that's largely because of the research regarding uh, student behavior management, uh, retention policies, all of these changes, which are positive for students, also are negative for achievement. Now, achievement is totally different than learning. Achievement is totally different than having an impact on someone's life. But standardized tests largely measure achievement in the literacies, namely math and reading. So understanding that teachers have this intuitive knowledge about holding students accountable for achievement, it's, it's a disconnect between what many of our schools have as their mission, and usually that's nothing related to achievement, but more about the well-being of the child. So we have a clash of visions of school. We have a clash of missions when it comes to standardized tests and the learning actually happening on our campuses. Therefore, it's erroneous to step in the middle of this clash and say, we're gonna use these test scores to evaluate you as a professional. Third reason actually expands on the second, and that is student behavior management, student discipline. Now, notice I'm not speaking about social emotional learning because the two are related, but really our student behavior management practices have really changed in the last five to 10 years and in many districts changing at such a rapid pace that the intended outcomes may not be the reality outcomes that we're seeing in classrooms. So that if a teacher has to manage more and more problems, disruptions, and difficulties in the classroom without the resources to manage those, learning will suffer. Just ask any parent of students who are advanced and are slowed down in their classrooms because of a teacher having to struggle with multiple classroom management problems. Those parents will overwhelmingly tell you that the teacher cannot adequately do her job, not because she's not an adequate professional, but because the environment is suffering. It doesn't make sense then to gauge, to evaluate the professional on environmental issues related to the school climate. Now, before we wrap up with the last two reasons that it's a bad idea to evaluate teachers based on test scores, let's just catch a breath. Some of the ideas that we've already mentioned are counter to the current trends in educational leadership, and I, that's why we're talking about them. Because before the pendulum swings too far, in many cases it already has, finding a balance point is generally the best way forward. It's not as dramatic. It's not as impressive. But it's a piece-by-piece, step-by-step method of improvement. And generally, slow growth is lasting growth. Now let's move on to the last two ideas.
If your curriculum instructional director or a specialist is in charge of making a decision and moving in a direction with a particular initiative or program, then that director or specialist is more responsible for the results than the teacher who's working with the students. If a teacher can flourish within one program or one environment, yet when put into a different program or a curriculum structure and they struggle, then you really aren't gauging the effectiveness of that teacher. What you're doing is gauging the match of the teacher and that program, which doesn't have anything to do with the students that we're supposed to be focusing on. And so often when we use test scores to evaluate or to gauge a teacher's effectiveness, what we're really doing is measuring a program's effectiveness. And if we're going to evaluate or hold someone accountable, it's the person or the director in charge of that program. And so often, this is not the case. And the fifth and final reason, very simple here, tests are not life. Very rarely does a multiple choice test show up in your calendar on a Monday morning and determine the success of your day. No, instead, the stuff of life are the lessons that we internalize, the lessons that shape us and mold us as people. Our ability to read and to gauge others' emotions and thoughts, our ability to gauge our own, these emotional intelligence are often the most successful predictors of someone and their family, their life, their friendships, their relationships, their success in business and in work. Yet these things are usually largely immeasurable on standardized tests. So to gauge a professional who is seeking to change and improve lives based on standardized tests, which have nothing to do with real life, well, it's an apparent fallacy. How did it even begin? That's a conversation for another time. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Matt Faust Mashup. I know the ideas may have been challenging, and maybe you disagreed. If so, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can tweet me at MavFost, M-A-F-O-S-T, or join me on the blog where I share these type of ideas and other school leadership tips three days a week, M-A-F-O-S-T dot com. Now let's go out there and make an impact.